on, Dad. We're pals, right? Right. And we'll always be together, right? The sun will set on my time here, and will rise with you as the new king. And this will all be mine? Everything. Love you, Dad. I love you too, son. Welcome to the happiest podcast on earth. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen. This is your final installment. Happy Father's Day, by the way, Nick and happy Mark. Father's Day. It's Father's happy Day today. Father's Day to you guys. And I got to say, Hunter, happy Father's Day to you, especially because this is your first one, sir. The first one. So, it's first one. So happy yeah. Father's Day to you. Yeah. Yeah. Sebastian, Sebastian didn't get me anything, but I'll let it slide this time. <laughs> He's only he's only four. Hopefully, months hopefully he'll at least like grill you some burgers on the grill later or something like. Yeah, that. yeah, <laughs> we're we're gonna work up to that. Maybe next year he'll like microwave some green beans or something in the microwave, <laughs> and then the year after we'll maybe you know try like a pizza in the oven. We'll we'll see, we'll see. But yeah, this is your reminder. It's Father's Day. Go tell your father happy birthday. Or happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> I don't know where my mind went for that. Hey, one. maybe it could happen. <laughs> Go tell him if it happens to be his birthday. <laughs> tell him that too. I tell him happy Father's Day. <laughs> don't tell him happy birthday. That'll just confuse him. Uh, <laughs> like I said, this is our last installment of the Dad's Do Disney miniseries. We've done, gosh, we've done movies, songs, resorts, and Disney Springs from a dad's perspective. And our final act will be Dad's Do Disney Parks. Big one here. Everything about parks. Are you the guy planning the family vacation? What do you need to do there right to am. get it right? Oh, dang. <laughs> I wear these fucking pants. Agenda, Literally. no agenda. What rides you doing? What rides you passing up? Are you taking the little one on Mission Space Orange? What What are you doing is what I want to know. <laughs> Height limits? How, how, how do you deal with? Oh, we'll start with this one icebreaker question you're going on you're getting ready to go on rock and roller coaster and you know little little nick little kylo is just an inch too short to get on rock and roller coaster as a dad what what are you doing what what's your what's your remedy what can you do i think you've got to distract like just got to find like something that's awesome and even if it's not as cool as rock and roller coaster you make it seem as cool as rock and roller coaster and, and go for it but also do your research ahead of time like yes. definitely me- measure your kid oh, right? and yes. you know look up think, what yeah. attractions like what the height restrictions are so that you're not setting yourself up for failure um because yeah, we literally did that the yeah. best way to avoid oh, it yeah week. know your kid's heights and just be yeah, like, we, that's rock and roller coaster. If they see that giant guitar, they're gonna say they want to do it. Let's just not even make that turn. Yeah, we yeah. um, before we went down, we met, we picked out what shoes they were gonna wear. So like, okay, these are the shoes you you're wearing. Platform shoes. We yeah. are going to measure you out, and if you fall in this category, these are the rides you're doing. And we told them the yeah. rides that they could do. So like, Kylo wasn't even upset he couldn't do Star Tours. Like, it, it didn't even bug him because like we didn't tell him he could do it. Right. Um, awesome. So like, yeah. I get that question. But if you're an unprepared dad, that's on you, fool. No, I'm just, <laughs> it happens. It happens. It happens. That's why we're here. To it's hard too, though. It's, sometimes it's so close. Sometimes you think like, okay, yeah. they've got this. They're going to be able to do it. And that happened to us. Like Luke was yeah. was ready to go ride uh, Seven North Mine Train and thought he was tall enough. And we actually got through the first cast member. They like took their time measuring him. And 
we went through the queue and got all the way to the end and got to the second measurement. And that cast member was like, no, nah, oh, he's not no. tall enough. And oh, so like, like measurement is the killer. It's like, you've waited in that was, it was and it. It killed too. Cause you know, we were there with some friends and Luke and old buddy, we're going to get to ride it together. And his buddy was tall enough to go in and ride it. And Luke was shattered, but you know, you just got to take him to Winnie the Pooh and, act like it's just the coolest thing in the just world and... good. just be like hey man this is the exact yeah. same ride as seven doors it's just winnie the pooh themed so we're gonna do that one instead but no. exactly no, don't exactly. lie just but yeah so you just straight up with them distract distract one thing that happened to me be prepared I, yeah i tried to get on rocket and i wasn't tall enough and it was back when i don't want to say back when disney was cool because disney's still cool but it was back when like or like mid 2000s when cast members would go above and beyond because like the parks weren't nearly as crowded yeah. they had a lot more freedom to do stuff but they gave you like a photo book with like obviously a generic photo of like mickey goofy and donald in the rock and roller coaster car like it's the one you're supposed to take out when you put your photo in they're like here's this book here's a rock and roller coaster pin next year when you come out that's where you'll put your ride yeah. photo and that kind of stuff so it's like that's something where the cast member if you didn't do your homework as a parent might come in and save you there but yeah nothing sure. worse than sure. getting to the second checkpoint after you've been okayed at the first checkpoint and you feel like you've got it that's that's a heartbreaker for sure yeah it's for sure heartbreaking and you don't want to see like you're investing so much time and energy in this trip to disney so seeing your kid like all upset and bummed out is like yeah yeah you know it's pretty it's devastating yeah. but that's then you just deflect you know you just kind of go for the next especially thing. in magic kingdom there's like 50 other Dude, awesome things you can do there's a yeah. billion things for the little kids to do at magic kingdom yeah, so. yeah. while you're and if magic all else kingdom. fails mickey ice cream bars you know make everything better so <laughs> you know those <laughs> things i don't know what that's they're your called. currency when you're a parent yeah uh, <laughs> what are they two called? ice cream they're cinnamon they're like cinnamon things churros Yes, I'm kidding. I knew you would. Get, I knew you were. Okay, I was about more. to. No, of course. Come on, man. <laughs> Bribe them with the sweets if anything like that happens. Bribe them. Thousand percent. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And while while you're in, so you talk seven doors. Another thing that came to mind is something that I love to do as a kid, but when I turn 16, I never want to do again. But I can imagine when I have a you know eight year old son, five year old son. Nope. They want to drive their dad around is is the autoplex or the what are they calling it tomorrowland speedway we didn't do it must do for the kiddo mm-hmm. honestly luke usually could care less and i'm okay with that <laughs> so, really? All right. yeah he he's done it a couple of times and it was fun but yeah. um he he's a roller coaster junkie so he'd rather spend his time you know trying to ride barnstormer 12 times in a row which is such an experience <laughs> <laughs> and you're like all right let's go again was that was that his introduction uh, barnstormer to roller coaster? that was that was the first that was the first little roller coaster and yeah and he was hooked since and now now it's it, going back to the measurements thing it's kind of fun because every time you go back even for people like us who go so often and um spend so much time there living so closely it's like Disney opens up to a whole new experience every time you hit a new like measurement. Um, so like, you know, a lot of the attractions across the parks are all the same, require the same height. Um, and, and once you get to that next like hurdle, it opens the door for that many more attractions for him to be able to ride. So Luke is yeah. super close to being able to do like Everest and flight of passage. And um, so once we hit that, 
that you know marker it's going to be like okay now we get to get to go do all these new fun things for the first time um so yeah. it's always changing it's always something new so i'll i'll tell just a quick little deal here on in terms of roller coasters so i i had maybe it was an irrational fear of roller coasters i'll admit maybe it was, i was up to like 10 years old and i was still scared to death of some roller coasters <laughs> but i think that that came from not being introduced the proper way and that the proper way disney roller coaster etiquette raising your kids is barnstormer and then maybe something like well obviously seven doors you got to be taller for those but you gotta you gotta kind of find the middle ground there i went oh space, seven doors is a good step up yeah i went space mountain right off the bat and mm. i'm pretty sure i screamed for my mom like the entire <laughs> ride i came out in tears mainly i think because it was intimidating dark. And you have no clue what's going to happen. So you, yeah, you have no out. idea. So I got well, traumatized at an early age off off Space Mountain. Space and then Mountain, I was Luke. Go ahead. Sorry, I was I was only on Barnstormer for like two years after that. Like I refused <laughs> to do anything. Like like it set me back so much. And then like I hit an age where I like tried Space Mountain again. I was like, oh, this is actually cool. And then I did Space Mountain rocking. Like that's when like once you kind of get over the tipping point, you're like, all right, all right, we can do this. And then you start getting into all of them. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, Space Mountain, I can see it being, and we're thinking about this for Luke, actually, because he's getting ready to be tall enough for Space Mountain. And uh, what's different with space is that you don't have your parents sitting next to you. So like all the other roller coasters, you get to like, you know, they like grab onto your arm or they hide behind you. Space Mountain, it's like you're just by yourself and you're just like, how are you guys doing back there or in front of me? And so I can <laughs> see where that would be in pretty intimidating. Yeah. They stick yeah. in the front and it feels like you're just completely alone. You're like, Oh, by yourself gone. in the middle of darkness. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, I can see where that would be pretty intimidating, but <laughs> have you guys done dinosaur? Oh yeah. Luke dinosaur loves was, was dinosaur. Oh, he loves it. Luke. Wait, yeah. or I think edited or is this just raw put out? We're, we're going to probably do it raw. I don't know if Corey's going to go through all these. So, it scared the poop out of me. Let me just say that. I'll <laughs> keep it dad friendly. Ever, 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 ever. There's a picture of me and my son. I might send it to you, Hunter, and you can use it. It is absolutely priceless. It'll His be our dad's the... Disney parks <laughs> episode. Dude, when this dad, when this, <laughs> it, when the, this dad, when the dino pops his head out, like, and was like, Ugh! it was like, he was like in my lap and I'm like holding him. I'm like screaming too. It is that ride is a no go for me. That's a no go. No, I get it. My wife hates dinosaurs and refuses to ride that attraction. So it's my just friend. me and Luke yeah. every time. The, it was the drop attractions for me. Even Splash Mountain was was pretty intense, dude. I was I was to this day. Splash I don't do Splash Mountain to this really? day for the drop or just because you. Don't I don't do know it. what it is. There, I will do every single ride in any park. I love all rides. There's something about that stupid ride I will not do. I think it's the animatronics. I think they wig me out. They give me the heebie jeebies. I don't know why. They need to replace the ride. Just the animatronics. <laughs> well, it'll be changing soon. So yeah, I know. I know. I, I want. I want Hunter or uh, I want Jared to hear and be like, Grah! Jared, <laughs> so angry. Splash Mountain purist. It's him and Country Bears. They'll live and die by the. Oh, yeah. that's another one. I won't let my kids do Country Bears. That's a waste of time. I'm here, <laughs> to, I'm here to optimize. I'm here to, Dad, I'm here to optimize. It's nothing. Keep walking. <laughs> Daddy, what's the, what, what is that? It's a stupid of, bear. Keep speaking stepping. Speaking of optimizing time, Mark, <laughs> why, don't you go, why don't you bring us through your itinerary uh, and your planning methods for taking, taking the fam and the kiddos to Disney? Okay. Yeah. You woke up. You got your ass on a ride. 
as many as possible. You went to bed, you woke up, you repeated the next day. Rides. It was, it was ride driven, huh? No shows, no character meet and greets. They didn't have any, there was no oh, shows yeah, in meet that's and greets true. when we went. So like, and that's why Dang, it'd be yeah, it was much. That's yeah. True. That's why it'll be a much different experience next time we go, because I definitely want to experience all the shows. Like I know a lot of people hate on it, but I love it, but I love the finding Nemo musical. Oh, that's I a terrible, terrible. One. Dude, I love it. I, love I think it. it's charming. I don't think I've extreme. done, honestly, I'm probably not being fair to it because I think the last time I did it was probably 10 years ago. And or if it even existed. Yeah, it existed 10 years ago. But it used to be like Tarzan, right? Before yeah. that, it was like yeah. a Tarzan yeah. stunt show. I like that one. Um, but yeah, fine. Nemo. Well, I did it I probably mean, three times in my life. and I It's going to be a much different experience. Life. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Hey, next but, uh, time you go, just give it another try. But I'm, I'm excited <sighs> to do meet and greets. Like, I'm excited to have a much slower trip next time around. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd say like you got to go when trying to ride as many as attractions as possible was what you were going for anyways, because that's all that you really had to do. You didn't have fireworks. You didn't have shows nope. at the end of the night. So yeah, mm-hmm. I mean like trying to knock it all out and get as much done as possible. Totally makes sense for We did. We literally had a list of every single ride at each park and we completed every single ride, but two wow. at magic kingdom and one at Epcot. We didn't do we didn't do a test track. It's the only one we didn't do. Wow, wow. And Epcot. Dang. Serial hmm? serial ride hopper. What'd you do for what'd you do for recharges? You just kept them going all day, or did you, they'd fall asleep. Ooh, the boys. So they went back. So we went. We went with. It was me and my girl, um, my ex wife and her girl, um, and uh, give me a second. Trying. Uh, I'm trying to remember what we did it was just handing off okay um yeah yeah they went back yeah so the boys went back at around 7 30 so they broke we up were, their day a little bit. we yeah so when once 7 30 8 o'clock hit we went off and kayla and i went to epcot every night till about 10 or 11 but the boys went back and fell asleep. but it wasn't you didn't do like midday breaks you just did no, once only, we're in we're only one day it was one day we did an hour break at the hotel because we were hungry and Kylo needed food. That was it. And we Dang. had snacks there. So we're like, we're not going to pay for it if we have snacks there already. So, yeah, man. Yeah. This it was the good. Life. It's the life I, of I mean, the out of state Disney dad trip right there. Doing I loved it. I loved it. They hung. They were, they were strong. We, I think we walked an average of 13 miles a day. It was, uh, oh, wow. It was crazy. It was crazy, but it was but it was awesome. Strollers it was, or anything, right? They're they're too, they're old. They're old enough. To they not. were in stroll. They were in strollers, but okay. honestly, they we were so like back and forth between rides. Yeah. We would just leave it in one spot, and they were barely in it. So was it so stroll stroller life at Disney? So we did okay. the rental for the childless one. for the childless millennials. It changes Disney. There's a whole new world of stroller parking stroller yeah like trying to figure oh. out what you need to do parking your stroller in the wrong place you come yep. back the cast member moves it you think somebody stole Dude. your stroller there's a so whole- two things one we actually did get it stolen uh we were in magic kingdom oh, our damn. no animal kingdom our second to last night and we went and did the um the nazi river ride is that what it's called navi 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 yeah that's that close thingy. Navi, whatever and um we i do exactly where i parked it I parked it with all the other carts i went back 
and about because the line was about 40 minutes. And then after the ride was done, I went out, looked for it. It was gone. Completely mm-hmm. gone. Not the same spot. I looked at all of the other places where they could have moved it. Stolen. So I had to walk the boys Ugh. back at the end of the night. No valuables in it? No, nah, I had my man purse with me. So it was just two go. cups and that was it. It was the, the, the tan. Was it? Are they still tan? The tan generic Disney rental stroller? Yeah, dude. Brutal. Brutal. Not too comfy in there? No. I just like <laughs> We brought extra shirts and we would put it on the bottom so they could sit on something comfortable. And like the overhead, like little shadows thing over top of their heads, there's like nothing there. So like, yeah, yeah. I would. I'm say, shocked they didn't burn out. I would say from from my life working at Winnie the Pooh, we had a we had a pretty primo stroller parking area over there at Winnie yeah. the Pooh and Fantasyland. That's that's a big Solid. one. Second probably to the one by the carousel. That one's kind of insane sometimes. Yeah. But you always want to make sure tip if you're dad, you got the kids in the stroller, especially if it's your stroller and you got all kinds of valuables and stuff like that in it. Make sure first off you park it in the right place. Um, because if you park it next to like if you're walking up to Winnie the Pooh and you're like, "All right, let's go in." You just throw it off the side. It's going to be in the wrong place if it's not in a designated stroller parking area. Yes. It will mm-hmm. be moved and you will probably yeah. freak out when you come back and it's not there. So always ask yeah. before leaving a stroller. What like rule of thumb, if you see a bunch of strollers, it's probably true. But there are also cases where it's like hive mentality. People just start placing yeah. strollers. And I can't tell you how many times I was on stroller. We have stroller duty is a station when you're working at Winnie the Pooh is uh, you spend two hours on that that rotation just picking up strollers and put moving them to this parking area and then you every once in a while you pick one up it was it was stressful you down as you're pushing time. their stroller down the walkway thinking like you're insane for moving their stroller and you just got to explain you got to park it in the right spot but yeah that's that's my big stroller tip for anybody bringing a stroller to the park. strollers coming they come in handy though like we luke is probably old enough to where he could walk around the parks and be fine but yeah. we don't want to let go of the stroller because of the amount of stuff that you can like put into the stroller uh, like, it's just so when you, you buy new merch yeah, yeah mm-hmm. like, you don't have to carry anything around with you when we go and if it's if it's just the two of us like if we're having a date night at the parks we kind of miss the stroller because we're like man now we have to actually like carry this backpack like what <laughs> what what is this yeah. it was and, nice and also like don't let anyone tell you that. I mean, maybe if your kid's like pushing 10 years old, it's probably time to retire the stroller. But like, don't let them tell you like that your kid. No, I have gotten hate and and the trolls have come after me on my Instagram before telling me that my kid was too big for a stroller. And like that is false because those things come in handy. They're clutch. Yeah. If you're doing like, you know, rope drop to fireworks and oh, you you're, you it. hit midday yeah. and they're ready for a nap. Like you can lay the stroller part down and let them snooze in the stroller for a while. Dude, it's really the ultimate, the it's ultimate clutch. dad move. The dad push on the stroller is popping a wheelie and having them just in like full recline. Yes. The stroller. Dude, in the, in the parking lot on the way back to the car. It's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nick, those dweebs <laughs> probably getting on you about that. Your son's too old to be in the, uh, in the stroller are probably the same people that never had to carry a toddler around asleep, like a dead exactly. sack of potatoes. Like, oh, yeah. exactly. Dude, that little, stroller, little we did 30, that at 30 throat. pounder, 20 oh, pounder. We yep. did that. He be uh, my youngest Kylo fell asleep in my, in my arms in the line for, uh, uh what was it? What line was that? Uh, it was Mickey Minnie's. He fell asleep mm. and it was like 20, it was like 35 minutes of me just holding them. And I'm like, Oh, it hurts. Just dying. Dude, it's <laughs> yeah. brutal. It is You're such like it is, fire. 
<laughs> dude, your arms are on fire. You're sweating because he's hot and then his heat's yep. against you. So I'm sweating. It's brutal. So strollers yeah. are life. Until mm-hmm. they yep. literally can't be in the strollers anymore, I will have strollers and I will rock them bad boys with pride. And then, but I will say, walking with a stroller down Main Street, USA, oh, be careful yes. because mm-hmm. those That's a whole new. Well, world. first there's, of all, it's so crowded there. Yeah, you're you so fight. crowded, and you're gonna hit ankles, and you're gonna have to apologize <laughs> a million times. But then also, like the tracks on Main Street, USA, you get the wheels, stroller wheels, kind of constantly get, and it's like all of a sudden, it's just like whiplash. Like you're you're <laughs> grooving, you're strolling, you're soaking in the magic of the castle, and then. Bam, and you just like lunge Boom. forward stops because stroller handle immediate your stop. gut. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's a rite so, of passage as a, as a Disney parent. So while, yes, while we're is. on strollers, favorite method of parent child transportation? Is it stroller? Is it kid on shoulders? Is it handheld walking? What's what's kind of the the go-to when you're just doing a normal day? Nick, you're in there more than me. Hit it, brother. Yeah, Mark, you. I guess it depends on like it depends on like like the time of the day. It depends on like how long we've been at the park. There are times where like we don't have our stroller, and Luke is like exhausted and doesn't want to walk anymore. And as opposed to hearing the constant like whining about walking, then I'm totally gonna throw him up on my shoulders. And even though my back feels like it's breaking the entire time, it's like. This is yeah. 10 times better than hearing the whining. So it's like, yes. but then it's fun too. Cause you have that moment where you're just like, I'm a dad, I'm at Disney. We're going to walk past the castle and Luke's up on my shoulders. And like, how cool yeah. is this moment? But yeah, but yeah, so it definitely depends. I think on the, the time of day and like what the kiddo's ready for. But then there's times where he doesn't want to ride in the stroller and he just wants to walk. And we're down for that. Like he yeah. it's like, go man, do your thing, Absolutely. Get, mm-hmm. get the energy out, you know? Yeah, park yeah. the stroller on the hub grass and let them run around for a little while. Um, Epcot has tons of places where kids can just kind of like run around and explore. Oh, and water the water splash pad. Are you letting, yep. are you letting them jump in that? Get soaking wet for the rest of the day? Yeah, we. So a lot of that has been closed right now. Right, but we are we are ready for that to come back. Like we're ready for awesome. him to like Casey's Junior outside of Barnstormer all that little yeah. splash pad area yeah. he's we're ready for him to just like you know it's it's a nice break from the heat nice for them sit on a, sit on a clothes. park bench and they're just going and getting all kinds of energy out and cooling off yep yeah exactly very nice very nice um i know a lot i'm telling of people, you strollers are the goat love yep. them yeah big stroller guy huh except when yes. you when you're bumping <laughs> ankles in front of you then you got to get oh, all the apologies. Keep your head on a swivel, Sometimes man. Sometimes it comes in handy for that, too. It's like, I'm sorry. I'll tell you what. <laughs> those, <laughs> yes, exactly. those Disney strollers are durable. They can take anything out. You can yes. yeah. You can do a pit maneuver on a stroller in front of you, and those things won't even be damaged at all. So yeah. it's like hard plastic, not going to break them. Um, but a lot of people listening, you know, our happiest podcast on Earth fam is like the Childless Millennial Group. They might have a certain loathing for they're bothered the, by the strollers for sure <laughs> well the strollers may be one but the next thing i'm going to go to is at the fireworks show kid on dad's mm. shoulders are you a, yeah. are you a kid on the shoulders kind of guy or are you are you a put the kid up on the trash can kind of guy i know they they put a stop to that the cast members will come you know break that off for you but 
it's I, I can see just <clears throat> stepping back from like getting on either side. I can see where you're like, I'm in a bad spot. My kid can't see anything. We're in Disney. Dang it. I'm putting him on my shoulders so he can see everything. But then you've got the seven or eight other people behind you who just got their view blocked. So what's what's kind of your your thoughts on that? I think it's a no go. I mean, it, it's different for us because we, you know, we've when fireworks were happening, we would get to watch the fireworks kind of whenever. Um, and so it's not like he was missing something that he had never seen before. Um, I think if you're in a place where there is no one behind you, maybe you're standing in front of a tree or something like that, then sure. Why not? Like if you're not blocking anyone's view, but like there are probably a ton of people behind you that this is their first time seeing it, or this is a moment that they have been waiting for. And, you know, you don't want to take that away from them. It stinks because you want your kid to be able to see it. But your kid, if you pick them up and hold them, you know, like on your side, they're going to be able to see what you're seeing. Um, And so, you know, I don't think it's always, I don't think it's always necessary to. Yeah, I would, I would say, I would say no, just hold them. Yeah, just hold them. It's not a big deal. You have two arms, go from the right to the left, you'll be good. Yeah, yeah. Shift, shift the uh, weight on the hips a little bit, and you're good to go. So. Yeah, <laughs> don't, yeah, don't lock yeah. your knees. You might, you know, have some issues. I might but... pass out. Keep one. Yeah. Do the pop to the the pop lock hip thingy. One hip <laughs> out. <laughs> you're good. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, best park to go to with the kids. Mark, what was your what was your favorite? Which park was like your favorite experience with the boys? Oh my god. Of, which one was the Without a doubt, it's Hollywood Studios and going into Galaxy's Edge. Like that just freaking with my boys. Because I'm just obviously like like you, Nick. I mean, we named our child after a Star Wars character. So obviously seeing the Millennium Falcon like that, going and being in Batu and like hearing the noises, seeing everything. It was just, it was the most magical thing possible. Like I can't get that out of my head. How thrilled I was to have my boys with me in Hollywood Studios seeing that. That was just freaking it was perfect it was perfect i totally i totally get that did you guys get to ride rise of the resistance together oh my god me me my girl and my oldest we rode it it was bro (laughs) so it is the most unbelievable even if you're not a star wars fan you have to do it and i can't and like kind of like we were saying i think when we did uh i think there's there was during this one we talked about how you know when you do a ride and you know they can then go on that ride. You unlock so much more. Like I'm so excited to take Kylo on that yeah. ride because he loves oh, yeah. Kylo Ren. So like when he sees Kylo Ren, like the lightsaber pop out from the ceiling, he's going to lose it. And it's going to be awesome. Yeah, It's awesome. Yeah. It's the best. I remember getting to do that with Luke for the first time and I had done it before. So I kind of knew it was coming around every turn. And just, so I basically could just hone in on him and watch his face mm-hmm. light up. And uh, after we, we got off the attraction he was just like we just got back to batu like in his mind like we had gone to space and like we had lived all of that out (laughs) so it was just it was really 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 cool i think so cool for luke as much as star wars would be my favorite spot to take luke luke has his own mind and agenda (laughs) and so his favorite go-to is actually two parks it's like two-fold plan so he wants to go to animal kingdom and do Kilimanjaro Safari because he loves yeah. the animals. Um, and then even doing all the, some of the trails, walking through those and getting to see some of the different animals. Yeah. And then we can't like not go to Disney property usually with him and not go to Epcot 
and okay. stop at uh, the seas with Nemo and friends because he oh. he loves marine life and so he just wants to stay inside yeah. of that aquarium. He could spend all day there and be totally yeah. fine. The cast members, like at this point, we go there so often that we walk in and they're like, "Hey, Luke, how's it going? Good to see you again." And I'm like, "Oh man, we come here a lot, you know? Like <laughs> they know yeah. him by name and he knows them." But it's just it adds to the magic, like it's so cool to see his little face light up when they ask him different questions about sharks or different questions about dolphins and he gets to like have that interaction with them. So yeah, we have a little zoologist on our hands and he always wants to do all of the animal things. Awesome. That's cool. Awesome. Yeah. I can see definitely like taking Sebastian on the first time we take him coming up probably within the next year is animal kingdom being a big one, just kind of walking around. Cause that's more of a chill spread out. You're not going to be ankle to ankle or shoulder to shoulder with other people walk around, see some animals. Um, that's fun. Obviously magic kingdom is one when you have a really little one, it's going to be the most stuff they can do. Um, but then again, it's also the most crowded and probably the most exhausting as well. I Um, agree hundred percent, but yeah, there's, there's a ton of stuff to do. Um, carousel is carousel is, is it a go-to with the kids or is that a, is that a pass a hard pass and all really was, all those other fantasy land ones too we'll just kind of bunch yeah. them together when he was really little he liked it and when there's like when they're luke's been going to the park since he was four months old so when they're yeah. like that small there's only so many things that you can do yeah so yeah you you get on dumbo over and over again and you do carousel over and over because you yeah. know it's fun and it's something fun for them to do. I will say in Fantasyland, um, Enchanted uh, Tales with Belle is so cool. It's not open yet, and I can't wait for it to come back because yeah, it is such a cool attraction. Like you get to go in and tell the story of Beauty and the Beast, and they pick some of the kids and adults to like play the parts in the story. Um, cool. And it's it's so much fun. Like Luke loved that. Um, being two and three years old he would get to play some of the parts and then i got chosen to play a guard in the show once and um, he loved seeing me up in front of everybody playing that role and so those are some of my favorite memories too as a kid just my parents getting picked for certain like street shows at epcot and stuff like that um it makes it a lot of fun to like watch your parents have to act goofy and act like a kid for a second so yeah that's cool that sounds awesome i haven't heard of that one yeah, oh, y'all didn't do that. Open. Oh, well, yeah, it hasn't been open. Yeah, so but that is a good one. And the way that they like you go into the shop, the way that they open the door, a little bit of Disney magic there. That's something that's so like, cool. If you're in the know and you've done it before as a parent, you kind of like nudge kids like, hey, let's go Get stand in that part of the room. <laughs> yeah. Why? No reason, you know. And same yeah. on same on Rise of the Resistance. You're like, hey, let's go stand in the back of the holding cell. You know, right where this door may or may not be cut open in the wall so you can absolutely but yeah it's definitely and it's really cool i think one of the things when i did my college program in 2015 being someone who had gone to the parks a lot visited grandparents there and kind of grew up doing it and having already done really everything there was going and some people that were my friends in the college program hadn't done everything one of my favorite things to do kind of like a second way to experience those attractions is go on it with those people that haven't ever done it before. Like you're going on, you know, flight of passage and they've never done it before. You've done it and you're just kind of sitting next to them and you're like, look over as it gets started. You're like, all right. Oh yeah. I live for that. I love watching people's react. And then like 
that's just friends. Like just watching friends get to experience that is incredible. But then when you get to watch your kids experience it, it's yeah. like, like tenfold. It's, oh it's, my gosh. It's, it's like a whole nother level of joy yeah. that you don't know until you experience it. Yeah, yeah for sure. I'm excited. A little Sebastian, we're going to be going on everything. So it's so awesome. And it, it's cool. Like we, I said this to you guys before, like, Disneyland was created by a dad who wanted to create a fun space for his kids, you know? And so to be able to like reap the benefit of that as a father and to take your kid to a place where they can just escape, but you can also escape and just like be a kid with them. It just is, it's such a magical experience. So. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And it's, yeah, it's crazy just to see like from growing up, going there, like you're saying, the way you've experienced it and now kind of experiencing it through proxy of your son, your daughter getting to do those kind of same things. Um, but yeah, a lot of stuff, good stuff on attractions there. Snacks, eating inside the park. Are y'all, are y'all big snackers or are y'all character dining, sit down? I know Marky Mark is going to the churro stand and saying, here's your lunch. Three churros and some chocolate sauce. We have no time for a sit down rest. <laughs> Dude, we, did, we went to one. We went to one sit down. Yeah. Uh, Liberty Liberty Tree Tavern, I think it was, for lunch oh, yeah. on our last day. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> other than that, no. It I was will all say one, one perk kind of on dining is you can spend a lot of time waiting in line for character meet and greets or on your trip, you can do one character dining experience and meet five or six, whether that be resort-wise at like Chef Mickey's or at the Crystal Palace or at a number of other places, Tusker House and Animal Kingdom is another good one. Um, but those are ways where you can, you know, have your breakfast, have a sit down lunch, maybe also have some break time, some rest time where you're getting off your feet. And there's five characters that come by, you get fed, you're, you're killing like three birds with one stone there. So it's kind of yeah. taking care of a lot of yeah. stuff. And it's different right now because character dining is Obviously, so different. Yeah. But when when things do go back to normal, it really is a huge investment. Like I remember one night, it's one of my favorite Disney memories with Luke um it was just he and i we were having you know father son night at the park luke was probably two years old and i just so happened to get a last minute reservation for crystal palace and just being able to like sit there and let him interact with like Pooh and and the gang like tigger came over and was at our table for a while and luke got up with him and they were like hopping around the restaurant together and i don't know it's just so cool like it's fun to have those moments because you know that like in their mind like I remember when I was a kid, I used to think that that's where the characters lived. Like, yeah, you know, like Pooh lived Walt Disney World. You know, like he was on the TV, sure, but like he lived in Magic Kingdom. And so, like for Luke to be able to have that moment with those characters, it, it makes it even more special. Even just interacting, like Mark was saying about Star Wars, like getting yeah. that, giving them the opportunity to interact with Star Wars characters is so cool. Um, I can't wait for the Jedi Training Academy to open back up so that Luke can Dude. like go battle darth vader you know definitely that's um, awesome but yeah i would say even at those character dining things it feels like a lot less pushy than yeah meet and greet because on meet and greet you feel like all right they just opened the door we got 45 seconds you got to get your pictures you got to say hi and then they kind of shoo you off and say goodbye all that kind of stuff it's very it's very fast you don't get you don't get much of a personal experience for sure and yeah yeah, and, and you get to eat a lot too. Usually, at yeah, dining. take your time. A lot of times, it's a buffet, so yep. you know, take your time there. You might be there for two rounds of the character and get to say hi to him again, kind of deal. 
Mark is not into this right now. <laughs> Mark is like, I'm just imagining how much time you're wasting. Yeah, Mark is totally the dad staring He's at his Donald watch. Duck. Like, can you just finish eating your dessert, kid? We've got to go. <laughs> <laughs> I just checked the app and Space Mountain is a 30 minute wait. We have to go right now. We got to go. He's just refreshing. It's 30, 40, 45, 50. He's just sweating in his chair. Just getting angry. <laughs> yes, there is a place for that, Mark. I will say, like, if you're if you're only going to the parks once a year, once every two years kind of deal, you definitely want to be able to do as much as you can. Um, but I think you also have to be careful as well to know it's like you're not going to do everything at Disney. Like speaking no. of like yeah. being a dad, if you're taking your family there, expect to not do everything there is. Yeah, you know? oh, absolutely. Like, you got to get this or be checking off all the rides. Like you're going to do what you're going to do. Obviously do your favorite three things in each park, but everything else is just kind of like icing on the cake kind of deal. Yeah, I agree. Take your time. We, and it's hard. Enjoy yourself. But yeah, we like definitely it, went in with lower expectations, not low expectations, yeah. just like, yeah, but just we're not, probably like, not we're going to do what we can do. And yeah. that's that. We can always come back. We'll be back, no. you know, next year we'll do that. But um, right on this one and be prepared for the curveballs like there's going to be a moment where your kid is just completely over it and as much as you want to keep going it's like we have no choice but to go back to the hotel and let them take a nap or let them cool off you know as much as like you're like no 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 you'll you'll be happy once you get to experience this attraction you know it's like yeah it it just comes with the territory of you know it's different and it's different yeah like you being an annual pass holder being 30 minutes away from the park yeah, Some, sure. if a curveball is thrown, you're like, ah, so what? We didn't get to do test track. No big yeah. deal. We can do it next time. But like for the guy who's planning his, you know, yeah. week long family vacation, it's tough. It's tough. But you got to be careful not Absolutely. to. Absolutely. You put so much money into it. Yeah. You yeah. want it to go like what you were envisioning it when you booked the trip. And I yeah. totally get that. And even as a pass holder who goes for just a few hours, like usually I have a little bit of an agenda in my mind of like what we're going to try to go do when we go. And if yeah. it doesn't go the way that I think it's supposed to go, it's, it's hard to like, be like, it's fine. <laughs> you know, and there's, there's but, a tipping point. You can't, you don't, you want to make sure you're not like pushing so hard. And now they hate going to Disney because exactly. it's, it's exhausting and they're having to do all this stuff. It's like, just yeah. know when you're a parent, especially you're going for the kids, you're going to build memories for them. A lot of us have grown up going there. We have those memories. Like it's, I think it's good being a dad who's grown up around Disney and I've done everything to where if I don't get to do Expedition Everest, I'm not going to be so upset about it necessarily. Yeah. Um, and if and it's important really for you too, to, to like do things, because I have moments where I'm like, like I do solo trips to the parks yeah. Yeah. all the time. And I, and I, I like those trips because it's like, then I can get to do what I want to do. And I have yeah. my own schedule, my own, own agenda. And I know that's easy because I live close by, but even for people who live out of state, if you, if that's something that you want and that's something that like you want out of your vacation, then yeah. try to schedule that in, you know, like mom's going to take the kiddos back to the hotel for a little while. And I'm going to go ride this attraction because it's an attraction that the kids can't get on yet. You know, yeah. like, Rider swap is huge for that. Yeah. It's kind of a rider swap. Bummer Mark, Mark, yeah, rider swap champ. <laughs> yes, it's a bummer sometimes because you don't get to ride it with like yeah. your significant other. But yeah. at the same time, if you want to make sure that you get that attraction and then definitely take advantage of it. So yeah, 
Yeah, for sure. And don't be afraid. Like, I'll say this. Don't be afraid if you're a parent. Once your kids once get your kid- older, you're scheduling a trip for you to just go with your significant other to the park, whether that's a vacation yeah. or if you're close by. Like my parents, they're over 50 and they just went on a Disney trip like last month. Like them too. I just talked to my mom and she's like, I was like, what do y'all have planned for this month? It's like, we're going to Disney. And I'm like, yeah, all right. But like, yeah. that's something we where just- they want to experience it for themselves too. And that kind of, there's opportunities for that. And you can have just as yeah. much fun doing that. It's not just a kid's place too, which is no. a lot of dads, you know, across the country or who dude, don't so do many dads. Like it's just for kids. It's there's not so much stuff that dads can do that caters no. to you. There's bars, there's nightlife, there's dude. intense attractions. It's there's all kinds of stuff. It's literally called drinking around the world. Like you can yeah. literally oh, go yeah. to Disney and get plastered more than yeah. you've ever been plastered in your whole life. So like, there's a lot to do. And we're talking, we went, we're talking dad trips, not dad plus plus. You got your kid on your back, you're getting plastered when he's. Yeah, like, let's do that. The front of my not hair. recommend. Not yeah. Recommend. Yeah, yeah. Although Eldel did hold a baby at the Rose and Crown because <laughs> their family was there and they're all drinking. Then they're like, "You want to hold my baby?" And Eldel's like, "Okay." I that's guess that's crazy. the outcome of a parent drinking at Disney is that they're giving their children to complete strangers. Yes, that, so. that is, <laughs> I think they listened to the podcast, so hey, maybe they weren't okay. complete strangers. Okay, okay, but yeah, yeah, for sure. No, for sure. Francie and I, we went even before we became parents for our one year anniversary. We went on a Disney cruise together and that was such an incredible experience and a lot of people looked at us funny like why are you doing a disney cruise you know like you don't have kids and we we loved our disney cruise we got to go to like what's cool about being on a disney cruise is that there are a lot of families there so a lot of the like adult only areas tend to be not as crowded uh because usually people are with their uh, their families a lot of the adults are with their kids so like I, we got to go to the, um, when we got to Disney's private Island, we got to go out to the adult beach and Jack Sparrow was like walking around the beach for the adults. And so it was just cool to be able to like That's have cool. that experience. And yeah, there's so much to do, um, as an adult, Francie and I just got back from celebrating our anniversary and we spent, we had a day to ourselves at the parks and we decided, okay, we're going to ride three attractions that we normally would not get to ride with Luke. And so we like park hopped we did everest we did rock and roller coaster and we did space mountain and that was fun like it was fun to just be able to like do those rides that you know you don't usually get to do when you have your kiddo with you so there's plenty of fun that you can find um at the parks without the kids as well for sure for sure but yeah i'd I'd be scared to see what mark's trip looks like with no kids he's probably (laughs) he's probably in a dead sprint attraction to attraction (laughs) Yeah, so I, no, I, I, I went. Attraction. Dude, I went in 2000, 2014 and it was a three day. It was just a three day trip. And um, when we got back, day. I had to go to the doctors because the bottom of my feet, the nerve endings were so fried that I. Oh, golly. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> the nerve endings yeah. in my feet were destroyed. You're just oh, like wow. you're just like a puppy chasing a car, man. It's like you're not gonna <laughs> yeah, stop it, until you just see it. You're just like going. It's almost like a pride thing. disregard like, for like, health or like, safety. Kayla and I were in so much pain every single night. We got back to the hotel because our feet hurt so bad. I will say the one thing when you go to Disney, you you reach this extra gear sometimes, and especially if you're going with family. Like if you're the parent and you're the person going, it's like you're gonna be sore. But no, you're going to be sore for maybe if you're going on like a vacation from out of town for four days. And then you're going to go home and you're going to say, I toughed it out. We did it. 
I didn't, yeah. you know, it wasn't a serious thing. I mean, if it's like Mark's deal where you got to go to the hospital or something, you <laughs> that's, rub a your feet well, that's a problem. <laughs> and if you got some like soreness just from walking around a whole bunch, know that like in the end, it's going to be You'll worth be it. Your kids will be fine. Buttercups, all worth it, baby. Making some good mood <laughs> or making some good memories. But yeah, guys, one of the we were talking about dining, and I wanted to throw this in there. Yeah, um, pack food like pack snacks to take to the park Amen. for the kiddos yeah. um, day. you know in in even like growing up going to the parks we were balling on a budget so we would like yeah. pack sandwiches and a lot of the rooms like if you are staying on property a lot of the rooms have like mini fridges in the room and you can yeah. like stack the fridge full of like sandwich meat and you know different stuff that you can make for the next day at the park so <laughs> if you're trying to save some um and you're not eating constantly in the park you know packing snacks and food and and really snacks come in clutch when the kids are grumpy because they are hungry and you don't have time for dinner yet you know that that helps a lot yeah before we go we'll do so say you got your dad bag everybody's got your merce your dad bag what are what are your essential items for your dad bag me if i was going to disney with sebastian tomorrow it's pretty simple just some diapers changing pad uh maybe a couple bottles of milk just to be safe put them in the little cooler pouch or something like that but that's that's a simple one but nick and mark y'all's are probably a little bit a little bit more involved snacks obviously one take it now we got probably like a water bottle um that way we don't have to like hydrated yeah keep buying at the park and that gives him and you can refill that in so many different places and and even just getting like ice waters from any of the quick service and dumping it in um Yeah, pull-ups for kids that are potty training. Definitely want those just in case, especially if it's like you're going hard from the beginning of the day to the end and you want to put a pull-up on for nap time just to be safe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how yeah. many child, you know, childless millennials will appreciate that information. But, <laughs> um, Different but that's def- definitely something you want to add. And even like something to entertain. Like there are times where there's down moments. You know, maybe you're at a restaurant and you're finishing your food and the kids fussy because they want to do something like little toys. I, I know Luke likes to take little toys with him to the parks just to kind of like pretend yeah. like those little things that he has you are can in the like park with him. One of those little light up toys from yep. home instead of yeah. buying the, I don't even know how much they cost, but I assume it's not very cheap. Buying those yeah. parts. Yeah. Popcorn buckets. We love yeah. popcorn buckets. We probably have too many of them, but buying one in the park makes sense <laughs> because you can refill that for $2 yeah. at any of the popcorn stands. And that's probably one of the cheapest Disney snacks that you can get a $2 refill on popcorn. Can you keep um, rolling with that? Like, on uh, like you leave and then you come back and you just bring yeah. buckets from home. So it's always $2, always $2 on the, the popcorn refills. And Dang. if you like the maple popcorn from the Canada pavilion and Epcot, that's a $2 refill. Although I, I I might be need to be fact checked there because that could have recently just changed. That's, but, a, prim, um, that's a primo popcorn right there. So we'll exactly, <laughs> exactly. But it's nice, you know. Yeah. And now that like masks are no longer required while being outdoors, you know, yeah. eating popcorn was a little more challenging for a while there because you had to kind of stop and eat the snack. But now you can. You can walk around and yeah, snack some popcorn go. and yeah, give the kids sitting in the stroller, you give them the popcorn bucket and they're totally entertained, you know, just yeah. taking yes. in the sights of Disney. So that's awesome. Mark, what's in your, what's in your dad bag? Oh, Jedi robe, hard liquor. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> now we've got, uh, we got our portable, dad. 
<laughs> a port- portable charger, our charger, just in case, you know, because we are, we're running around. We got to make sure our phones are charged just in case, you know, emergency happens. We got to be able to call each other. Right. Um, water bottles for me and the boys and for, for, the, for the lady and just a bunch of snacks, man. Probably I wanted to fan. Oh, snacks is something I didn't think of. That snacks is a good one. A oh, fan, yeah, like if you're going in the middle of summertime, Dude. if you like one of the cool mist fans or just like one of the battery operated fans, yeah, you can even awesome. they make them that mount on the strollers. You definitely want one of those to be able to like point it at your kid, especially if they're taking a nap in the middle of the day in oh, yeah. August in Florida. Summers, you're gonna pull them right out of the now. stroller and they are gonna be drenched because they sweat so much during their nap. So having yeah. a little fan to point at them during maybe that definitely time. an extra change of clothes too. Mm-hmm. You go on. You can kids can get a little cranky. You go on Splash Mountain, they get all soaking wet. Always yep. change of clothes. Maybe like I don't know, some flip flops, something. I don't know how big your bag's getting, but yeah, there's nothing worse take- than soaking through the shoes and having to walk yeah. around the park all day after that. Ponchos or a rain jacket. If you're going in the summertime too in Florida, it rains yeah. literally every afternoon. So having that ready because a lot of times the park clears out with those thunderstorms. But honestly, oh, yeah. it's so much better to stick around because it's so nice that storm's probably going to last for like 15 minutes tops. And yeah. once it's over, the ride lines tend to be pretty short. Mm-hmm. So you can, you well, they'll dump, they'll dump the queues. So like you're at Animal Kingdom and you're at waiting on Expedition Everest, it starts storming, they close the ride, they dump the queue. When exactly. it stops raining, they open it back up, the queue's empty. So that's your yeah. chance like if you can kind of move to what the next thing will be as a rainstorm ends or just stick it out. Like if it starts raining at two, it'll probably stop by two 30. And then yep. a lot of people will be going home after it's rained. It's kind of cooled down a little bit from the rain. It feels really awesome outside. Um, and that's definitely like rain Disney, like post rain or like early morning, like wet concrete kind of Disney is like my favorite type of Me Disney too. for sure. Yeah. It's the best. A good deal, guys. Anything, anything to finish on parks? Any final? Getting what you can, baby. Dad nuggets of wisdom. Mark is going to publish uh, how to do <laughs> Disney parks in an extremely short amount of time. Uh, tutorial. It will get no. It will get no sales. So I will not be doing that book. <laughs> but no, good deal, guys. So that is Dad's do Disney, um, concluding our mini series. We touched on a lot of things. Hopefully, you know, we didn't scare too many people away from like never wanting to have kids and never like wanting to go to the parks when they're not just being able to do whatever they want to do. But no, a lot of good knowledge there. Thanks to both of y'all for hopping on, giving your expertise. Since I'm a new dad, uh, I obviously don't have a lot of park experience, but yeah, a lot of good stuff here. Um, Go wish your dad happy Father's Day today. Yeah. Uh, Shout out to all the like father figures out there. You know, yeah. a lot of, or yeah, anybody Sully, who doesn't have a... Sully, the father <laughs> figure from, I think that was, dang, that was probably 2018. Happiest podcast. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone Kenobi. Happy <laughs> father great, you, sir. great father figure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or if it. you're, if you're Mitch, you vote uh, Darth Vader as one of the top Disney dads. Terrible dad. But redeemed himself. Actually... Redeemed himself. But he did. Yeah. Anyways, we have we have to give grace to the, the dads out there. We have our redeeming moments, okay? Yeah, yeah we can be like Darth Vader every once in a while and <laughs> always come back, always come back in the end. But no, well, good deal, guys. Uh, for all of you listening, thanks for sticking with us. If you've come all the way through the miniseries, we hope you've learned something. 
Um, if you're a dad, hopefully we gave you some useful information and we will see y'all real soon. So from me, Mark and Nick, we'll see you later. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Hi, Day, everyone. Happy Father's Day.